This podcast is rated PG-13 for parents cautioned. We encourage parent guidance for children under 13. You're listening to BearCast by ASF. What would you think if I told you that one's weaknesses do not limit one's potential? When I was five years old, I was in kindergarten. And as any other kindergartner, my only priorities were to play, to laugh, and to make friends. My priorities started to shift once my school called my teachers to tell them that I couldn't read. So after many doctor's appointments, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, which leads me to the question that still haunts me today. What is dyslexia? Well, dyslexia is a learning disability that affects one's reading, writing, grammar skills. It does not have anything to do with intelligence. But the problem with dyslexia is that the ones who have it will have it forever, since there's no cure. This was a difficult thing for me to grasp when I was five years old. Well, I'm 17 years old today, and I still can completely get a hold of it. But when I was five years old, outsider judgment about my dyslexia was brutal. So I wasn't only feeling as an outsider, I was scientifically proved to be one. A new version of myself emerged at this point in my life where I felt that my learning disability defined me and made me inferior to the rest of the crowd. Elementary school became a nightmare since my daily activities were the ones I couldn't properly do. So at this point in my life, I had enough and I started working extremely hard and I could finally read, but I was still behind. So then again, my teachers called my parents to tell them that if I didn't improve my reading level and if I didn't improve my grades, I should leave the school because dyslexia was going to limit my learning process so severely that I wouldn't be able to get into middle school. So after that, my parents gave me a choice. They told me that I could stay in ASF, but I would constantly struggle to stay afloat. Or I could leave to an easier school and I would always have their support. What I told my parents was that I had my life and my friends in ASF. And I wasn't going anywhere just because I had dyslexia. It wasn't a difficult choice to make, but a hard thing to maintain. Reaching one's goals <laughs> is never easy. I worked every single day, every summer, every improving my reading and writing skills. I had tutoring sessions, therapists, the neurologist appointments. But every year, the tale repeated itself, and my parents and I were once again reminded that if I didn't improve my grades, I should leave the school. Believe me, it was heart-shattering, horrible, and so frustrating that I did my best and I didn't reach the school requirements. I cried every day, not knowing what was wrong with me because, well, I 
felt ashamed of having dyslexia. I felt limited and unable to grow because I had to study 10 times harder than anyone else I knew just to get grades that would be half as good as the rest. But what I did not know at this time is that I needed to reconstruct my weaknesses into my strengths. I needed time to discover strategies that would go with my dyslexia instead of against it. I needed time because success is not immediate. It takes a while to develop. So when I started using all of these techniques that started to help me, everything went for the better. These techniques, you can see them in any subject I take. Let's take, for example, math. I am terrible, absolutely, like embarrassingly terrible at mental math. So when I'm not allowed to use a calculator, you can see me counting with my fingers. But let me ask you, do I look ridiculous? <laughs> no doubt. Does it look like I have no clue of what I'm doing? You bet. Does the teacher look at me weird when I do it? Yeah, always, 100%. But does it work? Fabulously. At the end of the day, it does not matter your appearance of yourself towards the world. It doesn't matter how people perceive you. The only thing that matters is results and if those results work for you. One of the biggest reasons why I did not give up is because I started focusing on all of those people that did believe in me and did help me instead of all those people who didn't. This way, I created a sort of support group that has helped me believe that I could achieve anything, even though with dyslexia. I learned that in life, there is always going to be at least one person that is going to advocate for you. And this person should be yourself, because even though you have a whole people supporting you, it won't matter if you don't believe it, because if you don't believe it, then you won't be able to achieve it. I'm so grateful for all those people who did help me. And if you're here, I say thank you. But I'm also grateful for all of those people that did not believe in me and did not help me. Because even though their critics hurt and humiliated me at one point in my life, now I understand they're part of my story. And they're also the reason why I push myself so hard to prove them wrong. In life, you have two options. Two simple options, really. The first one is to cry and accept their criticism as a new reality, so playing victim, or taking that criticism as an opportunity to create a better version of yourself. If you haven't been putting attention, I would choose a second option. So in life, there's always going to be people who don't believe in you, but you have to stand up for yourself and look for the possibilities for you to succeed. And for all of those of you who are right now zoning off or looking at their phones because you don't have any disabilities and you think this does not apply to you, well, I have news for you. It actually does apply to you because in life, even if you don't have a disability, there's always going to be challenges that seem impossible to overcome or people that don't believe in you or people that don't want to see you succeed. But with persistence, determination, and hard work, everything you set your mind to is possible. You won't fail because you have a weakness. You will fail because you give up. So don't give up. Even though the favor 
the conditions are not in your favor. Even though you fail a thousand times, do not give up because your dreams and goals in life are worth it. All of this struggling and hard work I saw through the years did actually pay off with time. I did pass into middle school, but I did not only pass. I passed with a 95-point grade average in my third semester. To sum up, you may think that dyslexia and school are not a challenge for me anymore. But in fact, they still are. Since my obstacles have not just disappeared, in fact, they have transformed. The only thing that has changed is my mentality towards them. I have accepted dyslexia as a part of me. It is my way of doing things, and I'm done being ashamed of it. That definition I was once told about dyslexia being a disability does not apply anymore. Because dyslexia has never, and I repeat, never disabled me from learning. Instead, it made me learn in a different way, which is not a bad thing. I'm so grateful that I have dyslexia because it is where I get all my creativity from. That same creativity that was, has been with me along the way to create new strategies that help me learn. It has also given me the amazing opportunity to be talking to you right now. So when I started to reconstruct my weaknesses into my strengths, everything changed for the better. And that is why I can happily say that my name is Dyslexia and I have Pia. Thank you. That's all for today. Stay tuned for the next episode.